Go ahead, please. Hi, right, thank you. As a Jewish student in the OCDSB, you generally feel responsible for advocating for yourself. Yes, there are rules preventing the assignment of important lessons, projects, or tasks on the most important Jewish holidays, and everyone knows that outright saying Jews are bad is a problem. That was grade 12 high school student Talia Friedhoff of Ottawa, speaking a few months ago to a meeting of the Ottawa-Carleton District School Board trustees. She told them about her encounters with anti-Semitism during her years at Sir Robert Borden High School and about what other Jewish students who she knows face in the classrooms and hallways from other kids and even staff. Friedhoff has been speaking out about things like teachers scheduling tests on important Jewish holidays and about Jewish kids having money thrown at them in the hallways and more, especially online social media posts against Israel. Friedhoff recently penned a column about her experiences for the CJN in the wake of what some Jewish groups have been calling an emergency in Canadian public schools, especially in Toronto, where three incidents have made headlines recently, a steady stream of Hitler salutes, swastikas, and teachers comparing COVID mandates to wearing the yellow star during the Holocaust. Sir Robert Borden High School may have the most Jewish students of all the public schools in Ottawa, and Friedhoff says if this happens to her there, she can't imagine what it's like in schools where there are fewer Jewish kids. I've certainly heard lots of stories, and I've heard of people who've had anti-Semitism so bad at their own schools that they've moved to SRB. You know, um, SRB, which is uh, my school, is a school where uh, we have, I think, the highest Jewish population in Ottawa in a high school. Um, and yet I know that if here we are still facing this kind of anti-Semitism, you know, what, what can be expected of the other schools that don't have such a high Jewish population, you know, for the Jews that are the only Jew in their class or even in their grade. I'm I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, March the 2nd, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Talia Friedhoff is 17. After last spring's war between Israel and Hamas, Friedhoff joined an internship program run by a pro-Israel group called Hasbara Fellowships, and part of her training is to write and advocate about Israel and anti-Semitism. And that's how she found herself giving that three-minute talk to the trustees just after classes started in September. Well, six months have passed since her heartfelt testimony, and now it appears the board is seriously listening to her. Coming up, Talia Friedhoff will be here to explain why she feels school boards shouldn't have to wait for the Jewish kids to speak out in order to learn how to tackle anti-Semitism. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Annette Betzalel from Holland, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. Commuters in Toronto will be seeing giant pink billboards this month with some pretty provocative Jewish messages, like, does your church need armed guards? Because our synagogue does. And we're just 75 years since the gas chambers, so no, a billboard calling out bigotry against Jews isn't an overreaction. This is a campaign by Stand With Us Canada in conjunction with Jubilong, an American group. Similar campaigns have already been done in San Francisco, L.A., New York, Las Vegas, Boston, and Orlando. The pink signs are designed to educate people, Jews and non-Jews, with that in-your-face attitude to get people to learn more about hate crimes and growing anti-Semitism. Talia Friedhoff joins me now from her home in Nepean, 
Ontario. Congratulations on your really interesting and controversial article that you wrote for the CJN, which we published recently uh, on your experiences. What was that like to to appear before the board? I mean, you weren't in person. It was on Zoom, of course. Um, It was pretty, I guess, scary. It was unnerving to be in front of so many people and speaking on a subject that is like very, very important. I didn't want to, you know, mess it up in any way. Um, But it also felt really good to be able to kind of speak about it as someone who's experienced, um, you know, anti-Semitism. And I really hope that it would be able to help to change things for the better, at least in some way. Now, the the delegation that you did, the appearance that you did came about a week after the Ontario, the Ottawa District School Board issued a, a statement on its website welcoming Jews, kids and staff back to school telling everybody, hey, it's Yom Kippur, uh, we, are, we hear you, we know it's your big holiday, and that there's no place for anti-Semitism. So the timing is kind of interesting. Uh, what do you make of that, that, that statement that they did? Yeah, so um, I mean, I'm really happy that they made the statement. I don't think, I may be remembering wrong, but I don't think I've seen anything like it in the past in relation to Yom Kippur and anti-Semitism in general and all that. And I definitely think that it's really important that they made the statement, but I don't think that it, you know, from what I've seen like even this year hearing uh, stories from kids obviously it hasn't made that much of a difference um and while a statement is important it's really kind of the actions that are taken after that are going to have an impact on the jewish community in the school um because as much as you might say you know we're against anti-semitism if you're not actually doing anything to combat anti-semitism um then you know a difference really isn't going to be made and then just recently in january the the district school board also came out and said we 100 percent support Ontario's uh, education department's decision to bring mandatory or better training about Holocaust education. There's money being given by Stephen Lecce and the the Ford government and and the school board sort of said, I'm not trying to be an apologist for the school board. I'm just telling our listeners and viewers sort of the the chronology here. So in case they aren't aware of all this developments, do you think anything you have done sort of resulted in that happening? I mean, it, I have obviously no idea about whether this was something that was planned uh, before the delegation or if it's something that came to be after. I know I've uh, spoken to a couple of people can I, in the board um, about anti-Semitism as a follow-up to my delegation. Um, so, you know, it, it's nice to think that maybe uh, it did help in some way kind of bring this to be, um, but really I have no idea uh, what the process there was. Mm-hmm. Now you said, that, so let's, let's ask, what has the reaction been? You said you spoke to a couple of people since then in the board. Can you tell us what their jobs were? What did they want to know? Yeah, so I spoke with a couple of people kind of on the uh, diversity and equity kind of board and that kind of uh, area. Um, and unfortunately, there were some, it, it was difficult to get in touch with them because they reached out after the delegation. Um, but then I didn't receive a response from them back once I had responded kind of saying when I was free and all that for I think like two months. Um, and you know, that felt kind of weird because it didn't feel like that didn't make me feel like um, kind of confronting this issue of anti-Semitism was a priority for them, regardless of kind of like what happened behind the scenes. Obviously, I don't know exactly how that turned out. Um, but, you know, I, I spoke to them um, and they listened to kind of more details about uh, different anti-Semitic incidents that had happened to me or to people who I've uh, known. Um, And they took some notes and I'm not sure exactly what kind of came of all that. Um, I didn't leave feeling like badly about it, but I didn't leave feeling like exceptionally like excited and, you know, having so much like faith in uh, what was gonna happen either. So definitely felt like, you know, more work uh, could have been completed, you know? 
Okay, so tell me, was there Holocaust education programming in your school? Um, so I can't speak on kind of the history program for this year. I know that one of uh, my sisters is going into, you know, grade 10 next year. So obviously I'm excited to hear more if anything's uh, changed since I've been there. But I know certainly when I was there, there was uh, next to nothing about kind of using the Holocaust. Um, I do know that they have had different like assemblies for Holocaust um, Remembrance uh, Month or Day and all that. Um, I think that once they even brought in a Holocaust survivor to speak, uh, which was really impactful. I think that was um, grade nine or grade 10 for me, you know, before the pandemic. And so that was really well done. Uh, this year uh, for Holocaust kind of memorial, they had an exhibit that they put in the library. And the executive was well done. It was from uh, Yad Vashem. Um, and it was about children in the Holocaust. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. And that was really nice to see. Um, the problem was that there weren't any class times to go to it. So people didn't actually have to go to it. And as far as I know, almost no one was aware of it or did choose to go to it, even if they were. Um, I went with uh, one friend um, to look at it. And it was, it, it was in the library. And it was in this very small, like, dark room. It didn't feel like, like the display was there. You could see it was there, but it didn't feel like it was super out in the open or easy to access. You know, you had to like go all the way in there. I think we even had to ask to get like the door unlocked or something to go and see it. And in the school itself, you said you personally have had it a little bit easier than some of your other Jewish friends, right? But you've had certain instances with uh, trying to navigate Jewish holidays. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so Jewish holidays have always been um, a problem for me um, in terms of, school and scheduled and stuff because uh this year was a little bit different um this year I didn't find that there were anything overlapping so it was all um all right but in the two years before that I had teachers schedule either important assignments or even like once a unit test on like Yom Kippur and you know in Rosh Hashanah and in the times that they've scheduled assignments there and both times I've had to push back like very hard to try and get it either change or try and give myself the opportunity to do it another day you know it's something that we shouldn't have to try and be fighting for you know it's like um and even with the vice principal asking my teacher to change the date of the test um he did not so you've launched this out in public both at the school board meeting and now an, an article. What's the reaction been in your school? So I, I'm not the most social person um, at my school, believe it or not. Uh, so I haven't really had the chance to speak with that many people about it. I know that my friends have been very uh, supportive uh, about it, um, non-Jewish as well, um, and you know said nice things about the article and made sure to give it a read and um, things like that. Uh, aside from that, I haven't actually spoken to that many kids who've either approach me I'm not sure if they have read it or not or anything like that if yeah, they don't all subscribe to the CJN exactly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but they will now after this right yeah maybe we'll see <laughs> but what about in terms of other uh reaction what have you what's happened uh so I know that my uh parents have you know reposted the article on social media and I've gotten a lot of uh really really nice uh comments about it um a couple of them like were just hard to hard to uh, read and think of because it was uh, like Jewish parents that were basically saying you know it's really sad how nothing has changed since we were uh, there at school or like from the sound of it which is you know crazy because you'd think by now that they would have picked up that something is wrong and done uh, taken some steps to fix it what do you hope happens with all this yeah so I guess I mean anti-Semitism is such a hard thing to tackle because there's just so many areas to cover if you're trying to combat it and make sure it doesn't happen at a you know at a school board level or like to students um 
what I really hope that will happen is that people have more awareness of the issue and that more active steps are taken to try and prevent anti-Semitism uh, from happening. So I know that I've heard of several incidents of Jewish students where anti-Semitic incidents have happened to them and they brought it to like the principal or to a teacher and the teachers basically said that nothing could be done or the principal said they would follow up and then like nothing that they could see uh, had happened or a kid would get maybe a stern talking and that was kind of where things ended. So I'm hopeful that anti-Semitic instances that happen to students will start to be taken more seriously. That's kind of, you know, a big portion of it um, because if Jewish students feel supported and like they can kind of talk to staff and get action taken if something anti-Semitic happens to them, you know, that's already a, a big part of the issue cleared. I am also hopeful that there is going to be an increase in the curriculum uh, of Holocaust education in relation to Jews because it's really disturbing how, um, how much less of it we've had in recent years and how little people seem to know. Uh, you know, I've heard of um, people who have gone out and just asked around like the classroom they're around different students about like, oh, do you know what the Holocaust is? And they, like a, a large majority said no, they'd never even heard of it, uh, which is crazy. So I hope that there's more education there. Uh, and I hope that there's more training about uh, specific Israel related topics, because nowadays a lot of the anti-Semitism you see is coming kind of as a response to things that have happened in Israel. Uh, and if, if someone, if a teacher specifically isn't sure that something like that is anti-Semitic, you know, it's going to be really hard to address a lot of the current anti-Semitism that we are seeing. So I'm hopeful that They'll educate staff more about that as well, you know, the IRA definition of anti-Semitism. And, you know, even if a school could take it on and take on that definition, that would be, you know, really amazing. The Ottawa Carleton District School Board says it has committed to fighting anti-Semitism, even around the time of Talia's original appearance. Board officials told the CJN they're sharing Talia's article with senior staff at her school. A superintendent has scheduled another meeting with her on Thursday, and the board wants to be clear they actually delayed the start of school last fall so not to conflict with Rosh Hashanah. There will be programming for Jewish Heritage Month done this May, and training workshops with materials written by Jewish teachers are being developed for use throughout the school system, covering the Holocaust and Jewish culture. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Ellen Besner. No, it's not me. It's my cousin, Ellen, E-L-L-E-N, Besner. She's a lawyer and an author, and I'm a journalist. She listens to the podcasts on the way up to the cottage. And we'll end the episode with Stand With Us Canada's chairman, Sam Azuri, explaining what he hopes those pink billboards in Toronto will do. If you just spark some questions in your own mind, and that question will allow you to dig a little bit deeper into the subject, that's all we want to, to achieve. It's not going to change the people who are dead anti-Semitic and whatnot. It's not going to change those. But there are a lot of constituency not knowing what the hell is going on. And that's what we want them to, 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 to think about. Mm-hmm.